What is up, my people, and welcome back to another episode of Probably Problematic. I'm your host, Kate, who often says a lot of shit that is, well, problematic. (laughs) What is up, guys? I actually missed you guys. I mean, I see you guys, well, speak to you guys every week, but after last week's episode, I kind of took... Not a social media break, but I kind of gave myself some time to like go into hideout and gather my thoughts. So before we get into today's episode, I actually want to do a little life update. And I think I'm going to start doing these every episode. I give you guys like a weekly update on whether it be my mental health, my life, dad jokes. I don't know, just a bunch of shit. So life update for this week. I have seen all of your messages. I am trying to get back to them as fast as I can. Just please remember that I have two little thumbs. I am a one-woman show who does all of this. So please bear with me if I haven't responded to your message. I am getting there, I promise. But thank you guys so much for the first time in my dance career. Because I don't want to say life because it's really not that damn serious and it's not that deep. But for the first time in my dance career, I actually feel heard And even if it's only 100 people that heard it, that's 100 people that wasn't fucking listening before. So shout out to you guys. Thank you so much for paying attention to me and taking the time out of your day to acknowledge me and write to me. I love you guys so much. You guys literally have made my week. Um, And yeah, I want to get into today's episode because I'm so over it already. Um, We said what we said. That is my update. The update in life is that I'm just fucking over it ready to move on <laughs> so today's episode theme is more of a Q&A type of thing I wanted to take the time out to really introduce myself to you guys and really want you to understand where I'm going with this podcast um the theme of it wasn't to bash my old partner the theme of it wasn't to talk on my trauma I wanted to get that out of the way however because Like I said before, every time something goes well for me, all of the trolls come and they try to um, take that away from me. So to avoid that, I beat them to their own game and I expose what I had to expose. I said what I have to say and that's it. It's done. It's over with. Yay. We can move on. So I want to start off with the questions that you guys have given me. I asked you guys on my Instagram to drop any questions or any topics you need advice on, whether it's life advice, relationship advice, dance advice, whatever type of advice you guys may need or want to hear me speak on, I'm definitely open to do. As always, I will keep everything anonymous because it's really no one's business. And like I said, I'm very pro mind your damn business. So it's no one's business of who is asking me what. Yeah, so we're going to get into the basic stuff. So first off, my name. Like I said before, my name is Caitlin Rodriguez. I have a middle name, but that is no one else's damn business. It's very Hispanic, and we're not going down that route. My nickname is Kate, and believe it or not, I am 26 years old. I know a lot of you guys keep asking me how old I am, and when I tell you 26, you're like, oh my God, you're so young to be doing everything that you're doing. Yes, I am 26 years old. And another shock for everybody, I am Puerto Rican. I am not Dominican. And I know some of you guys are shocked as fuck right now because you're like, wait, but you specialize and teach bachata. Yes, I also specialize professionally and teach salsa. I have competed with one shoe in a salsa category. I can guarantee you salsa is my thing as well. 
I am a Bad Bunny, Mark Anthony loving Puerto Rican. And that's all I can say on that. All right, let's get into some of the questions that you guys have asked me on Instagram. Someone asked, what is the best way to learn and train in Latin styles? Now, normally I would say take class, obviously, but because of COVID and the pandemic, you kind of have an advantage right now. And I know a lot of people are like, girl, no, we don't. We're at home. Yes, that is your damn advantage. Take all the classes you possibly can. I recommend if you are trying to come into the salsa scene, the hip hop scene, any scene or anything involving dance, I will tell you this. Take your beginner classes at your house. I had to say it in slow motion because I need you guys to understand how important this is. You are in the comfort of your own home where you can make all the mistakes you want you can look as stupid as you want you can feel uncomfortable and no one is around to judge you which believe it or not when you take a class everyone in that class is trying to better themselves and they're trying to keep up I really highly doubt anybody gives a fuck about what you're doing but I have been there where I have been taking a class and I'm like messing up or I can't get the step and I'm like damn the people in this class are probably looking at me like, aren't you a professional? Why do you keep fucking up? And in reality, no one gives a fuck that I'm there. No one cares about me. But a mental thing. I get it. Take your classes at home where you can rewind and learn at your own pace and build that mental stamina so that when you go into class, like an in-person class, you've already built yourself up in a comfortable way to be like, look, if I get the class, I get the class. If I don't get the class, whatever, I'll come back next week and try again. Or I'll go to a different style and try it again. You get what I'm saying? I want you guys to really, really take advantage of these online classes. Another thing I recommend you do is do your research. I know it sounds like, oh my God, really? It's really not that fucking serious. I shouldn't have to go online and fucking use Google to take a damn class. No, do your research, especially if this is something that you want to take serious. If you want to make it into a career or if you just want to join like your dream pro team, whatever it is that means a lot to you. If you're very passionate about it, do your research. And why I say do your research is because I saw on Instagram someone promoting that they were teaching reggaeton classes. And I followed this person because I was like, oh, wow, they have a nice groove to them. Okay, cool. So I started thinking like, oh, I want to take one of their classes. So I did my research because Believe it or not, a lot of people post their best work on Instagram. So you can't really trust social media because it's like, okay, it's you and like your teammates. Obviously, they're going to have it down packed because they're used to your style. Like, can you really teach someone like me coming off the street who's never worked with you? Can you teach me to look like that or similar to the style that you're molding? So I do my research and I start seeing people that are like tagging this person or like posting up their videos and they're completely lost. Now, this can go two ways. So hear me out. One, the person who is posting up the video just has trouble with this combo. Like they ain't fucking getting it. Woo, over the head. Okay, cool. Or hear me out. Hear me out. The person is a fucking horrible teacher. Now, here's what makes a horrible teacher, in my opinion. Again, 
problematic topic because I'm not saying I'm better than anybody. But if you are teaching a class and you are nailing your combo, but you take a look behind you and out of a class of 25, only five motherfuckers got it. That's a you problem, boo boo. And I find that this happens a lot when people have the videographers in their class because they want to make an impression for their social media. So they're putting social media before their students. They're putting social media before their job as an instructor. So to answer your question, sorry, I went on a whole fucking rant. But to answer your question, the best way to learn and train in any style of dance is right now like in this day and age, I want you to take advantage of these online classes. And I really want you to do your research before you step into a class. If you're going to take this serious, if you're going to be very passionate about this, then do your research and don't just be giving away your coins because hello, we are in a pandemic to be throwing out dollars. Yeah, no, 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 no. Um, do your research. Next question. Someone asked me, what is your leadership style as a director? My leadership style has changed from when I first started teaching. Um, For those of you guys who don't know, I used to teach children. So in the beginning, I started off very strong, very stern, um, very Abby Lee style without throwing chairs at children and body slamming and slapping my dance parents. So yeah, minus the physical aspect of it, um, I was very strict on my kids. And the reason for this was because when teaching children, they tend to test their limits. And we've all been kids before. And when we're growing into teenagers, we try that whole disrespect thing. And I've always let them know, like, I am not the one, the two, or the three, bitch. Try crack cocaine before you try me. Like, don't do it. You know, so I was very, very, very strict with my kids. And another reason for this is that I'm as a teacher and as a director, I am very, very, very passionate about what I do. And I become very obsessive, not in a controlling way, but very obsessive, like a protective way. So I was very on top of my kids, like on their social media. I would tell them, like, you need to act right. You shouldn't be putting yourself out there like that. I was always fighting with the girls because they were always allowing boys to like call them like bitches. And you know, like when guys are talking about their girlfriends, like, yo, that's my bitch. Like I would tell the girls like, no, you are not that. You need to respect yourself. So I would get too involved in their life almost as a parent. And it was because I really, really, really genuinely cared about those kids And still to this day, I love them to death. And I know a lot of them are listening to this. To shout out to my original unified KDC babies. I love you guys so much. And I am so proud of every single one of you. Some of them are even going off to college right now. And I am, I'm not okay. I'm not gonna lie. Um, And a lot of my unified babies are now parents, married. They come to my house all the time. But yeah. My leadership style with them was very family-wise, very involved. That has changed over the time because I recently decided that I I want to work with just adults. And my reason for that is because adults are just that. They are adults and they're able to hold their own and they are responsible. And it just took a lot of weight off of me as a director to know that I can just tell them, 
plain and simple. I need this, 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 and this done. Um, I didn't have to go through a parent. I didn't have to go to the parents' parents or the aunts and the uncles. Like it was just straight, hey, you do this, get it done, and it's over. Also, like I mentioned in the podcast, I think it was like episode one or something. I don't fucking know. But I used to teach a female bachata team and it didn't go as I wanted it to go because obviously it wasn't my company. So I didn't really have full control. So that really molded the way I work my teams now. And when I say molded, I mean like it taught me everything I didn't want to do as a director. So as a director now, I'm more open in the sense where I'm making sure that I, one, I compliment them before I give them a critique. And by that, I mean like, hey, you're doing really, you're really good in this part. However, in this other part, you're kind of slipping up a little bit. Let's fix it. Rather than always pointing out you're wrong, you're wrong, you're wrong, you're wrong. Because at the end of the day, no one wants to hear in a whole four hour practice, you're wrong, you're wrong, you're wrong, you're wrong. Because it's like, fuck, what am I doing right Another thing is reminding them that they got this because it does get overwhelming as a director when you don't see everything that you want coming to life. You know what I mean? Especially when you're also the choreographer, because there's some people out there who get help from their team and some other people who have their team do everything for them and don't give them any credit. But that's another story for another day. Um, Yeah. So if you're both director and choreographer, It gets really stressful and sometimes, speaking from experience, you do take out your frustrations on them. So I really, really, really try now as a director to catch myself when I'm getting like overwhelmed and I'll take a break and I'll make it just a general break. Like, you know what? Everybody take five and we'll take five minutes and then we'll come back and move forward. So as a director now and my leadership skills now, I think more for my team And I even include them in the decisions. So like we have a debut coming up in August. We all collectively decided that this is what we wanted to do. And we went about it together. So my leadership skills, I would have to say, are more thinking about everybody else rather than just thinking about myself and thinking about my pockets. Because at the end of the day, if you want to succeed as a business person, Your customers have to be happy. And if I want to succeed as a team, my teammates have to be happy. Like it just goes hand in hand. It's literally that simple. And as far as my team goes, with the leadership skills that I have taken on this year, I can honestly say that I am so happy with the team that I have created. Um, And I say created because I literally train these girls and I have a lot of students who have never danced before. I don't know how the hell they slipped past me in auditions, but they did. And I think it's because I saw them for their passion. I wasn't looking for perfection. And because I went about it this way, I think that is why I have the team that I have today, which they are so inspirational and definitely motivational to me. I love the vibe. And this season is going to be a really good season with them. And sometimes I look at them and I have no other choice but to pat myself in the back because I'm like, I created this. I 
put my hard work into it and these girls genuinely love being here and I genuinely love being with them. And overall, it's just an amazing team, an amazing vibe. Like the girls are always supporting each other when they're doing one by ones or if they're doing groups, they're all screaming for each other. They're cheering each other on. I've witnessed on so many occasions girls being completely lost and like another random girl in the rehearsal will come up to them and be like, hey, you look like you're struggling with this. And rather than the other girl like mind your business like you got it go over there they're like oh yeah can you help me with this or like before rehearsal even starts they'll randomly grab each other and start working together and that is what my leadership skills have done and I am so proud of that and I am so proud of my team moving on to my next question someone said dance tips to get better faster sorry to break it to you babe dance Again, if you want to take it serious and truly get better at it, it's not a get rich quick scheme. You have to put in the work. There is no getting better faster. You have to train. You have to push yourself. You have to go out of those limits that you've set for yourself. So if you feel like, oh, I can only take two classes a week, try to push yourself, take three classes a week, take four classes a week. There is no such thing as getting better faster. The fastest way to getting better, honestly, is putting in that work and training. If you're not willing to train and put in that work, I'm sorry, you're not going to get the results that you want, especially not in no damn week. Yeah, I know social media and TikTok has molded you guys to think that you can become a famous dancer like Charlie D'Amelio from doing The Renegade. But no, that is a once in a lifetime thing. So sorry, sweetie, I cannot give you tips on how to get better faster, but I can tell you to take your classes, train, push yourself and push those damn limits. Moving on to the next question. Now, the next question is going to tie into kind of like three topics in one, just because I feel like this is the only way I can answer it. Someone asked me, what are your top three marketing tips now? I'm going to answer this in parts so that it doesn't get confusing and I don't want to come off as like a bitch, which I mean, honestly, I don't give a shit. This is called probably problematic for a reason. However, my marketing tips work for me. I can give you guys advice on what works for me and you can take them and try them. And if it works for you, then yay, I did something right. If it doesn't work for you, scratch that. Don't listen to a damn thing I say and just keep moving. Yeah. So my top three marketing tips. Number one, I don't fucking have any. (laughs) Number two, I'm just rolling with the punches. And number three, my top, top, top one, honestly, all jokes aside, is to be yourself. Don't try to be like anybody else. Don't try to be like me because that's not going to get you far. Don't try to be like your favorite celebrity because that's not going to get you far. People pick up on fake vibes. People who genuinely care about you and the content you create or the business that you're trying to have, people will pick up on that vibe. They will sense it either in a negative way, fake way, whatever it is. Just genuinely be yourself. Moving on to the next topic. Try your hardest. And this is something recently that I've become very passionate about. Try your hardest to avoid the whole toxic positivity. For those of you guys who don't know what toxic positivity means, 
It's, I'm going to give you guys simple examples. Oh, good vibes only. Positivity only. Shut the fuck up. Shut the fuck up. That is not human. I am sorry to break it to you guys. And I'm not trying to say, go around and be like, oh, fuck y'all. Negativity over everything. No. But let's be honest. We are all humans. We cry. We laugh. We shit. We fart. We throw up like we do all of these things. Why are we trying to push that all aside? And it's like, oh, positive, good vibes only. That's all I want around me. No, I want genuine human people. I want people around me and I want to follow people who are not afraid to show me good and bad. I want to follow people on social media and I want to support their business, whether it's clothing, candles, I don't fucking know, bears, whatever it is that you're fucking selling, I will support your business if I see that you are a genuine human being because that's who I support, the real people in this world. I'm not going to go and invest or give you my money in the middle of a fucking panoramic. I'm not going to give you my money and you are a piece of shit. I'm sorry. If all you see me for is dollar signs and you can give two fucks about the product that you're even selling... Because you want to positive vibes only. No, 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 no. I can see through that shit. I'm fucking blind, but I can see through that shit. I promise you. So if I can see through it, everybody else can. I promise you that. So what has worked for me is just genuinely being myself. When I teach my classes, I teach my classes the same way I would show myself on social media. Not because I'm trying to prove a point, but this is genuinely who I am. When I'm at workshops, if I wear makeup, it's like concealer, mascara. And when you go on my Instagram, concealer, mascara, like I'm not being a different person. When you come to tell me hi, when you come to give me a hug, I'm not arrogant like, oh no, get away. I'm like, hey, I'm vaccinated. Let's take this bitch for a fucking spin. Give me a hug. How are you? How are you doing? The same way I would interact with people on social media is the same exact way I would interact with them in person. What you see is what you get, people. I'm, I'm nothing extravagant. I'm sorry to break it to you. I really am. When I teach, I teach in what's comfortable. My last footwork class, I was picking out an outfit and I'm like, yo, I really like this new shirt that I bought. But damn, it's a baggy shirt with baggy jeans and sneakers. What, what are people going to say if I show up to my workshop like that? And I was like, wait a minute. We don't give a fuck about what people say. And I went to the workshop just like that. And I was having a great time because I was comfortable. And someone in my class even asked me, hey, what should I wear for your class? And I was like, girl, I don't know. Come comfortable. We're here to vibe out, not to be in a fucking fashion show. So as long as you're comfortable, I'm comfortable. You get what I'm saying? Like, that is the vibe that I put off on my social media. And that is the vibe that I put off in person. I'm always just genuine and raw as hell. And, you know, some people have their opinions about me. And that is fine. And when you want to grow on social media, which I'm going to get into that in a few. But if you want to grow on social media, you have to kind of be okay with the fact that, you know, opinions are like assholes. Everybody got one. But they're not the same. You know? Do you pick up what I'm putting down? Like, my booty hole is different from your booty hole. We have two different booty holes, but you know what? We both got booty holes. And that is okay. That is just something we need to deal with. Whether it's on social media, owning a business, 
Fuck everybody's opinion and just do what makes you happy. Because I promise you, if you naturally give off those human-like vibes, and I'm not talking like positivity 24-7, like if you are honestly a genuine person that just shows who they are raw, everybody's going to fuck with you. I promise you. Take it from me. Yeah? Now, I wanted to move into social media. And I promise you this all ties in together. I'm constantly getting asked, oh, how do you do your social media? Are you the one who manages it? How do you get so many followers? What is it that you do? I know a lot of people right now are like, oh, my God, you're giving away your secrets. No, there is no secrets to social media. Literally, everybody does exactly what I'm about to tell you. It just works for the people who just naturally have it. Like I told you guys in the last episode, and I continue to mention to you guys, my social media honestly just happens. I'm just rolling with the punches, so take this advice if you want to. What I like to do on my social media is, one, I try to stay consistent as possible. And when I decide I'm not going to be consistent or if I don't want to post, I make that very clear. Like, hey, guys, I'm back, so I haven't really been feeling myself. Or I'm like, hey, guys, I haven't posted in a while because I just genuinely don't fucking want to. And people laugh and it's like, oh, my gosh, she's so crazy. But no, legit, it's true. Like, if I don't want to, I'm not going to post because at the end of the day, I'm just giving you guys content after content after content. And you're going to see it in my face. And you're going to see it in my body language that I am just completely over this shit. And that's how you lose your social media followers. That's how you lose your content and the brand around it because you start doing a bunch of things you genuinely aren't feeling and things that you genuinely don't stand behind because you're just spitting out content for the fact that you have to be consistent. That's this thing with social media. They feel like you have to be consistent every single day. No, your followers who really care about you, I promise you, they'll wait. Those who just want to steal, if you're a dancer, who just want to steal your steps and make a routine out of it, they'll be the ones to be pissed because you're not giving them free choreography every single day. Like, no, they'll get over it. Another social media tip I have for you guys is to stand up for yourself. And this is something that I've learned this year. Although some people look at it as being problematic and some people look at it as being ratchet and ghetto or whatever I've been called because I genuinely call people out. Like someone on the, I think it was a web page. I don't know. Some of those fav- famous, what the fuck? I can't talk. Am I having a stroke right now? Because Jesus Christ. Someone on the famous bachata page is one of those where they share people's videos and stuff like that and you get more clout and more hype and blah, blah, blah. Someone had commented on my video and they were like, oh, I love the way she dances, but do you see the way she talks to people? Like she needs to be more nice to people. And then I commented back and I was like, hey, I would love to be more nice to people, but you guys have to be nice first. Like, you can't come on here disrespecting me and calling me out of my name because you don't like the outfit that I'm wearing or calling me out of my name and saying I can't dance. Or I've even had people on TikTok literally tell me to kill myself that I don't belong on this earth as a dancer because of what I'm wearing and because I'm flipping in bachata. Like, it was never that deep. Relax yourself. But we have created this culture where we allow people to disrespect us and belittle us and talk shit about us 
because we're convinced like, oh, it just comes with the social media following. Like, girl, it's just haters. Girl, it's just social media. No, that should never be okay. You should never allow anybody to disrespect you because they don't like something about you because they are insecure and they are going to take it out on you. I'm sorry that you don't like my hair. I'm sorry that you don't like my body. I'm sorry that there is something about me that makes you so damn insecure. You need to go out of your way to which death on me. Like, are you serious? It was never that serious. But best believe you're going to hear my mouth. Because like I said before, you can fucking try crack cocaine before you try me. We're not doing that anymore. Because all of that, it's, it's really mentally damaging on people. And after everything that I've been through, and I'm not going to give myself the whole sob story. I'm over it, throwing out the fucking violin at this point. I'm mentally stronger than that. And I am no longer allowing anybody to disrespect me. So this is your sign that if you have been disrespected because you're trying to be politically correct, fuck it, sis. Fuck it. Tell them to go fuck themselves and tell them to go trip on a fucking rock or something if they are making you feel bad about yourself. Especially when you're not doing anything to anybody. You're just living your fucking life. Dance how you want to dance. Wear whatever the fuck you want to wear. And say whatever the fuck you want to say. And yes, I say fuck shit bitch a lot. But you know what? That is me. And that's what I like to do. And trust me, those who love you will support you. And those who hate you, they'll just keep on hating but secretly supporting you. So if me cursing every two seconds bothers you, but yet you're still listening to my podcast, let's really ask ourselves here. Are you a hater or are you a supporter? Like, it is what it is at that point. And the last one that I want to leave off on, and this is something that's really, really, really important to me, and it's just a, a quick little simple reminder. Social media is fake. Guys, it's so fucking fake. I know it looks so beautiful to some of you guys, and you guys think that, first of all, I have 70, 70.3 or like 70. Fifth, I don't, I don't fucking know. But over seventy thousand followers, literally over seventy thousand followers. But I do not have over seventy thousand fucking dollars in my bank account. So none of that matters. None of that fucking matters. And keep in mind that social media is what people want to show you. It can literally be whatever you want it to be. I can edit pictures for anybody to think I fucking work at NASA. Literally, that's how easy it is. And you guys wouldn't know the damn difference. Look what happened with my partnership. Nobody knew that I was fucking being mentally abused, put down and blah, blah, blah. I had so many people write to me about last week's podcast or whatever. And they're like, oh, my God, um, I'm so sorry. I, I'd never seen that. And my response was, well, there's your proof that social media is fake. I was on social media, smiling, performing, sharing all my videos. And nobody knew anything until I decided to open my pretty little mouth. Social media is so fake. Stop comparing yourselves to what you see on other people's Instagrams. It's okay to get inspiration from other people and be like, oh, I really like their style. Oh, I really like how Kate just don't give a fuck. I want to start not giving a fuck. That is okay. But for you to be like, oh, I really wish I had like Kate's body. I'm going to do whatever I, I have to do to look like that. Oh, I really like the color of JLo's hair. I'm going to keep dyeing my hair until my fucking hair falls out. No, no. Everybody is built different. 
everybody's beautiful in their own way and i know it sounds so fucking cliche and everybody's so tired of it but social media is so fake so fake there's been so many times that i've personally have uploaded videos and i look like i am fucking dying inside either i'm sick i just don't want to do it but for the sake of social media and me comparing myself to other people i'm like oh this person uploaded a video and they're getting followers let me upload a video so i can get followers too and then i end up looking fucking stupid Social media is so fake and it's not that serious. And here's a pro tip. I know this is going to piss off a lot of people, but there's a lot of people in this other scene that I unfollowed. I am sorry, but I saw your fake ass and I just deleted you. Because if, for two reasons, either I found myself comparing my content to yours and I was like, damn, why is that person getting this? Like it wasn't good for my mental health. Or you complain about life too fucking much and you just, you're not genuine and I'm picking up on that. Like you're just like me, 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 why not me? Or the complete opposite where it's like, oh my God, life is rainbows and kittens. No, I can see it, I delete it. That is my pro tip for everybody else. Delete the people who are mentally damaging to you. Even if it's me, if it's me, fucking delete me. Unfollow me, block me if you have to. Just put yourself first and remember guys, social media is fake. And at the end of the day, if we all lost our phones and we all lost social media, who would you be? Who the fuck would I be? I'll go back to being a nobody and nobody's going to listen to this. Just keep that in mind the next time you're scrolling through social media. That it's never that serious. It's mentally fucking damaging because everybody starts comparing themselves to others. Do you. You are doing a great job. And I just wanted to remind you guys that before I let you guys go. This was probably problematic. I'm your host, Kate, and I will see you in the next one. Bye, guys. Love you.